The NFL Week 17 Saturday and Sunday morning games preview and picks edition on the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN's Ultimate New Year's Eve Party. Hop on Sports Gambling Podcast's YouTube channel for a truly degen afternoon, complete with drafts, pickums, prizes, live sweats, and much more. The fun starts at 12.30 Pacific time on New Year's Eve. I'm just about that action, boss. Welcome, everybody, to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Thursday, new uh, new, new day in the week, new new day to do this show. J-Mark for the preview and pick show. If you're wondering who you're listening to, I am Moneyline Mac. He is J-Mark Football, a.k.a. Old Fashioned Football. J-Mark, we got quite a slate here. Uh, we got the Saturday game between the Dallas Cowgirls and the Detroit Lions. But we also got a loaded Sunday early window because, you know, everybody's got to get loose on New Year's Eve. Nobody wants to watch those filthy Packers and Vikings. I know you'll be dialed into that, though. How are you, man? <laughs> doing good, doing good. Yeah, this is a loaded slate. And pretty much every single game has some sort of playoff implications for at least one of the teams, whether that be seeding or trying to make their push into the playoffs. It's it's going to be really interesting to see how the last two weeks play out. It's always like this where it just gets a little chaotic. You never know what's going to happen. So well, you said it before the show, some of these games, I think both of us could be, be swayed either way, but um, yeah. we got to pick one for the people, right? <laughs> no doubt. Well, there you go again, trying to trick Riverboat Ron into thinking he's mathematically alive in the playoff race. <laughs> this is the one-year anniversary of them dropping the game to the Browns. I think their record since then is like 4-16, and 16, the famous press conference of he starts Carson Wentz over Taylor Heineke. They ask him, hey – if you're eliminated next week, will you start Sam Howell? Ironically, now fast forward where Sam Howell's at. And Ron looks with the blank stare and answers the question, we can be eliminated? Like had no idea what the fucking scenarios were. And that was the start of the decline of where the Washington Redskins football team, whatever the hell you want to call them, not the, not the C word, uh, <laughs> are, are currently. And yeah, this was, it, Riverboat Ron's got two games left. We got both our teams here, man. Big one for the Bears. Bears still mathematically in the playoff race. Uh, to pull back the curtain, everybody. Jay, Mark, and I were firing up the playoff machine before this. So talking out scenarios. Hey, if this team wins this one, what does this mean for scenarios in Week 18? We did that on the Week 18 look ahead. Go check out that one as well because I think we're going to beat the beat the numbers on multiples of uh, these games in Week 18. But any games in particular? Um, here, I'll ask you this. Any games outside of our, um, our what, 12 games that we're going to preview? So the other four games, the Thursday night game tonight that kicks off in a couple hours and then the 
couple late games in the window. Any games catch your eye in those late windows or tonight? I mean, a couple of them. Um, the Pittsburgh-Seattle really intrigues me. Both those teams trying to make a push for the playoffs. Uh, I think Steelers could steal that game from them, uh, pun intended. And um, I don't know. It's just uh, that's going to be an interesting one. And then Minnesota announces that they are starting Jaron Hall. Interested to see what he can do with the Vikings yeah. there. Vikings a favorite for some reason, even with him starting. And that makes zero sense to me. I know it's in Minnesota. I know the Packers, in my mind, suck. They're missing their best defender, uh, their best uh, cornerback anyways. But I don't get why the, the Packers are the dog there. Did you set the line? Is, is that what's going on there out in out in the Twin City? Uh, I, I Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. That's going to be a good nightcap. We'll see what it means for the playoff scenario. Both teams enter at, what, seven and eight? Both teams still mathematically um, alive. As well, as well as the Chicago Bears. But, I mean, that's kind of the theme of this week. And we'll, we'll, we'll touch on it with each and every one of these uh, games. Real quick, um, this is a Thursday show, so we have more injury-related news. Do you have a lean tonight before we dive into uh, Saturday and Sunday's games? Um, I mean, I think it's going to be low scoring either way, but I think the Browns pull it out. I think they're they're the better team overall. Keep an eye on Amari Cooper. He They don't know if he's going to play yet or not with that heel injury, and that's going to be big, I think, for the Browns. He's been pretty critical to their success the past couple weeks here, so I would definitely keep an eye on that. But I say Browns win it. How about you? Yeah, I, I think the Browns will get it done. I think the Jets are going to cover, though. I picked the Jets. Um, I already bet the Jets at plus 7.5. Give me the hook. I think that game's going to be a war, 13-9 yeah. or some, some, some ugly shit that, that – I mean – I worry about what the Browns is too, that all the pressure's on them. They, yeah. they, all they got to do is win and they're in the playoffs. And that's kind of when the Browns have let everybody down over the years. It's Flacco revenge game. Everybody's talking it up. So I don't know. I think the Browns will get out of there alive, but I definitely think it's going to be a ball game. It's the NFL, man. This, this time of year, it's ugly. Yeah. Not to mention before the show, we, we talked about the fact that Browns could still get the number one seed somehow. If Ravens and Dolphins both lose and the Browns win both games, um, then all of a sudden in the next two weeks, I know Ravens and Dolphins can't both lose this week because they play each other. But in the next two weeks, mm -hmm. if they lose, Browns win two, Browns could technically have the number one seed, which is crazy. It's crazy that we're here. Um, but yeah, that's where we're at. That kind of sums it up. It's also crazy that the Detroit Lions are 11 and 4 with two games remaining. They've already clinched the NFC North. Dan Campbell emotional, Jared Goff emotional. They're headed to Dallas. Dallas headed off back to back losses. This screams smash spot for Dallas. They've been really good at home. And I feel like I've made good money on the Cowboys when they're a favorite at home, but I kind of think. Detroit's going to hang in here, man. I kind of think this game comes right down the wire. Probably a Dallas win, just because I think they are better and they're at home. Obviously, they're laying five and a half. But give me give, give me the Lions here. This is the highest total of the season, by the way. I know we, we don't really do totals. It's over under 53 and a half. Um, give me the Lions to keep this thing close. Uh, I'll take the points here with the Detroit Lions in Big D. Cowboys win, Lions cover. Yeah, this is interesting because both teams, I think, have had a little bit of fool's gold throughout the season and uh, then had struggled at times and not looked like a good team. And 
but I agree with you. I think this is a three point game either way, whether the lions win it, the Cowboys yeah. win it. I think it's within three. So you got to take the dog at five and a half points. Uh, the lions really, I mean, they don't have a lot to play for, but I still think it's important to them. I still think Dan Campbell is pumping those guys up and everything. And then uh, the Cowboys getting embarrassed by the Dolphins. I know it was a close game, but it's a game they should have won. And they're probably kicking themselves for not winning it. So, yeah, I think both teams gritted out. And I agree with you. It's going to be close. For me, it's a three-point game either way. So, I'm riding with the Lions. Yeah, you make, you make good points. Cowboys off the back-to-back uh, road losses in Buffalo, in uh, Miami. We both agree the game they should have won. Tyron Smith is questionable as of right now. Um I would say probably even both teams a little banged up, obviously no weather um, because the game is in a dome, but I mean, for the lions the motivation, like you talked about, they're still, they're tied with Sam Fran for the one seed right now. So, I mean, they, they have something to play for. Obviously their big thing where they wanted to win the NFC North because they hadn't done so ever. Uh, Last time they wanted was the central in the good old days. But uh, yeah, I I think, I think and we like the Lions as a dog, don't we? I, I, I feel yeah. like the Lions made their name as a dog um, For sure. over this last year. And and finally, they flipped to a favor and they keep covering. But back in the dog role, nothing to lose. I like it. So we're both on the Lions to start. Start not agreeing. That's scary. Uh, I know. <laughs> that means Dallas going to smack their ass. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go to the next one. And, oh, no, what am I supposed to do here? I take the Patriots every week. I take the Bills every week. Now, now, now I'm done. I don't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> last time I had this game, I took New England on the money line with Adam Pelletier on the show. Old Bill Belichick got it done for me that day. Uh, I think that was like their last big win uh, before the before running off two out of three recently. Bills are laying 13. Um, what do we say about the Bills, though? When they win, they do beat the shit out of these teams. Except last True. week, they randomly won a random close game. I'm I'm going to take the trend where divisional dogs of double digits are, are hitting at like a 60% rate. It's December. Belichick, he hates Buffalo. He's going to keep it close. I think he's going to muck the game up. I love the way the Patriots defense is playing. It's a top 10 unit. They finally got a little bit of offense, and now they're starting to win these games. I mean – Call me crazy, and I was I was looking at it, making my case for my Patriots here. The Patriots are four and eleven. If they had just had a little bit of offense in the stretch where they lost to Washington twenty to seventeen, the Colts ten to six, the Giants ten to seven, and the Chargers six nothing, they would be eight and seven and control their own destiny to make the playoffs. I know that's a lot of ifs, but it kind of speaks to how good this Patriots defense has played since about what week four. I'm going to take the Pats. Um, I think Buffalo wins a game. I think they're the better team. They they were sleepwalking. I'm going to – and also, let me ask you this, Shea, Mark. I'll, I'll let you get to your handicap. If the Bills do get up double digits, don't you think they kind of put it in cruise control with Miami on deck? They kind of go through the motions. Hey, let's save our legs a little bit for the winning win, – win the division game in Miami the next week. I don't know. That's kind of my handicap. Give me Belichick for uh, about the 15th straight week. My guy. (laughs) Well, first of all, Adam Pelletier has not forgiven you since taking the Patriots to beat the Bills, and then they did. Second, I 
I completely agree that this is like, which way do you go with this? And likely, I feel like this is going to end with the Bills winning by 13, and we're going to push it either way. I mean, it just feels like it's going to be like that. Chris with a K says, and by the way, Twitter comments coming through, or sorry, there we go. comments coming through now. Thanks for stepping up the game StreamYard, but who the fuck yeah. are the Bills to be laying double digits? I, I mean, they have looked impressive lately, but this Patriots defense matches up really well against Josh Allen. They are able to put the pressure on him to force him into mistakes and to force him into that kind of that panic play that he tends to have. And uh, that's when Josh Allen doesn't look like the Josh Allen that can lead the Bills to the Super Bowl. So I do think that this is a, a close matchup. I think it stays within 10 points. I, I still think the Bills win it, but... And yeah, if they do get out early, why risk? Uh, they should pull the starters. Why risk getting people hurt with Miami on yep. deck with uh, already kind of being in the playoffs? I mean, I know they have to win, but if they're cruising to a win and then the Patriots maybe get some garbage time stuff. So I think this stays within 10 either way. I don't, a 13 is too much for me. So I'm going to go with you. You know, I'm not a big Patriots supporter this year, but <laughs> I, I can see it this year. Also, shout out to Nick. He's trolling you a little bit. Commanders are trash like West Virginia. <laughs> oh, how about those North Carolina Tar Heels yesterday? Nick <laughs> took that beat down. Uh, stay tuned. I, I will not be on your Niners. I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> Jay Mark, what did I say uh, a couple weeks ago? Belichick lost a lot of money for us here early in the year, or at least myself, not you. You've been good at fading them. He's getting, the, he's getting all that money back in the second half. He's covering this number. Bills win 27-17. Um, do we have weather in this game? I, I looked earlier in the week. I actually didn't think it was going to be that freaking win game, which I was disappointed in. Weather, NFL, week 17, pulling that up right now. I think it's going to be like 30s, it, which is actually a spring freaking chicken day for uh, for for Buffalo in, in late December. No kidding. Um, looking yeah, it up 28. So we're, we'll get some rain though. We're going to get some cold rain. So Belichick slows it up. Zeke Elliott and his fat gut. They're going to keep it within the number. <laughs> Let's go. Zeke has, Zeke has played better than I expected him to in his little, uh, comeback tour here. How about when he jumped over the guy the other night? I was like, where the <laughs> hell did that come from? Right. <laughs> oh, I, I love the Patriots. I can't. I, I, I hated them when they were so good. Now I love them when they suck. I'm like, welcome to the company of misery. You guys suck. That's Come right. over here. I'll bet I'll bet on you. Hey, you know what? I faded them. I took them on the Bills money line. And then the next week I said the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. And everybody said, you're drunk, Ryan. I said, well, you may be right, but Buffalo's going to win the Super Bowl. I'm sticking to it. And the Patriots are going to stay within the number. Con- contradicting myself left and right. So we'll see if I can <laughs> hit both sides. I'll tell you who doesn't contradict herself, J-Mark. That's prize picks. Get over there to prize picks with that code SGPN. J-Mark, Thursday Night Football's here. I know you I know you kind of teased out a play. Did you finalize your official play for the Cleveland Browns and New York Football Jets? Actually, I got a different one for you because I like to open it up to more options. I just released a silly video on the X, YouTube, Insta, all that stuff from Old Fashions account with snapchat filters on myself making a fool of myself but they're running this demons and goblins thing where they kind of juice the fantasy projections and i thought why not do all touchdowns this is like an anytime touchdown parlay but instead it's a fantasy football projection entry i got jerome ford debo samuel justin fields christian mccaffrey and kyron williams all more 
than half a rush or receiving touchdown. I think that thing hits. I think it hits too. I'm with you, J Mark. Get over there, get down on it. Um, and, and make sure you follow at J Mark Football. He's giving out uh prize picks plays left and right. Uh, so make sure you subscribe or not subscribe, make sure you follow his channel. Subscribe to the old fashioned football. That's where you should be subscribed to. Go. But if you got players and stats, um, I mean you can highlight your winnings with prize picks too and, and build off of what you have, just like J Mark. Um and get over there, prizepicks.com slash SGPN, code SGPN for your first deposit matchup to $100. Prizepicks.com slash code SGPN, Prizepicks daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, we're back. Moving along in the slate. Oh, you got the Bears already on deck. Here we go. Um, I will lean to you on the weather here in the Windy City. The Atlanta Falcons, the Chicago Bears, both mathematically still in the playoff race. Um, the Bears are as hot as anybody. We, we kind of have talked about it. We both forecasted it, man, and it's really a shame that they dropped that Browns game because we gave out that midseason future of the Bears making the playoffs. And if they had just won that game, they would be right there. Now, on the other side of things, the Falcons get Heineke, and all of a sudden the offense starts moving. They don't have Ritter, who's terrible, throwing interceptions and blowing the Panthers game and blowing the season. Um, Bears are laying three here, man. I can't lay a number with the Bears back-to-back weeks. I will take – I'm going to take the Falcons. I could see the Bears winning by one or two. I How many games with the Falcons land or one land on one or two? I think this game comes right down to the wire, kind of like that Minnesota uh, Monday Night Football game, 12 to 10. I, I think a little more scoring. Um, I I could see Heineke pulling one out of his ass. I mean, that, that's what the Falcons do, or that's what Heineke does. It, I, it would be such a Falcons move to win this game and then – then miss the playoffs by one game because they dropped those games for playing Desmond Ritter. I think this is a low-scoring physical game. Both defenses playing well. Give me um, – get that out of here, Nick Fortune. No, there's no Matt Ryan. Um, give me my guy Heineke to keep it close. This game comes out of the wire, so I will take the points at the Falcons. What say you? How dare you? Uh, Bears by 24. Now, I uh, – <laughs> You're right. The Bears are heating up. The defense has played really well. The offense has done fairly well. Uh, a lot of this is riding on if DJ Moore and Cole Komet play for me. I do think DJ Moore is going to be shadowed um, by Terrell, I believe, is the, the Falcons defender there who's really good. So that's going to cause a little bit of issues. But I think this is a run it down their throat type of game. Fields needs to get out there running. They need to have Khalil and Roshan running the ball. I don't know if Deontay Foreman is going to be back. And Taylor Heineke, he got his one-game bump. He came in, had his one-game bump against the Colts, looked great. Now it's time for him to fall flat. <laughs> I, I'm going with the Bears here. I think they are – <laughs> I, I know the Falcons are still technically in the playoff race, but I think the Bears are motivated to prove – I honestly think they want to stick with Fields, despite all the chatter. I mean, if they don't stick with Fields, this ownership and this coaching for sure is going to be questioned because if they don't get it right the next time, they're done. So I think they stick with Fields. This is their guy. Let's continue to build around him. He's taken steps forward every year. And I think the Bears win by by quite a bit. I know I said 24. That's uh, probably exaggeration, but I could see them winning this game by 10 to 17 points. They're definitely covering the three. Maybe that's just my, my uh, 
fanatic coming out, but let's go Bears. They're covering this for sure. Bears win 23, no, 1917. 1917 Bears win. <laughs> I'm going to go 33-16. Ooh, man, you're, you're, you got a smash spot. Does it worry you that the Packers are on deck? I feel like you guys have the Packers really circled after opening day. I feel like this is the one you're going to get the Packers. I feel like you guys are gearing up for that game. It does, um, yeah. because even though we have barely any chance of making the playoffs, if we could kick, keep the Packers from making the playoffs, I mean, that's still a win in the Chicago Bear book. But uh, I think they're focused. I think Justin Fields wants to prove every game that he's the guy. I mean, he got a little snippy with reporters last week saying he said to one of them the day you ask me a uh, positive question i'm gonna be a happy guy i mean I he's get, getting a little feisty so let's go <laughs> all right all right so we're opposite sides there finally disagree let's see if we disagree or agree here talk about a feisty team that's antonio pierce's freaking raiders defense um Real quick, I'm just thinking about this, like headed into this game. I wanted to be almost on the Colts, but I, it's hard to fade this Raider magic right now. And usually this is like a, all right, they're going to come back down to earth. They they just got their Super Bowl win over Pat Mahomes, but they did it without Josh Jacobs. He's back in practice. It is a short week. They are going back-to-back road spots, but – I think you. it's been a top-10 defense since Antonio Pierce took over, just like with the Bears with Montez Sweat. Been a completely different unit. Um, the other thing, I think they're playing for Antonio Pierce to get the job. And yeah. this game kind of reminds me of two years ago when the Colts had a one-game lead or whatever headed into the final two weeks, and they laid an egg against the Raiders at home. And they were trying to get Passaccio the job there, and they elected not to do it. I think the Raiders are going to ride that momentum and find a way to beat the Fraud Colts. I think the, I think the Colts, man, they just they've they've over they've overachieved so much with Gardner Minshew. He's played the whole t- entire yeah. year. They finally it felt like they got some more kinks in their armor. They beat up on the bad teams. I know the Raiders aren't the best team in the world, but I think the Raiders' defense is the best unit on the field. Um, and, and the Colts are banged up, too. Um, Pittman, I don't know if he's going to be able to go. It kind of sounds like he's going to be questionable. I don't think he's – I think probably he's going to miss another game here with that ugly concussion. I'm going to take the Raiders um, in the points, and I, I think you sprinkle some on the money line. I think the Raiders are going to win the game. Yeah, I went back and forth on this one, and – the only thing that's jumping out at me is this shouldn't be three and a half. It should be three. And yeah. I feel like they're, they're just baiting you to take the Raiders, right? That's, that's my that's one concern. concern. They're baiting you to take the Raiders at that three and a half. Cause this should be a two and a half, three point game. I mean, the Colts have not been impressive recently and the Raiders have been very impressive. How do you beat the chiefs the way they did? I know they had no offense, but still you smother Patrick Mahomes and now you're three and a half point dogs to Gardner Minshew. This doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. And because of that, I rarely play off of that. I usually just go with my gut. But because of that, I've been riding these Colts all year long. I'm going to continue to ride them. I really like what the Raiders have done. But I think the Colts are going to have a little uh, little meeting with each other being like, we could still make the playoffs, but we need these games. And this is a game they need. Yeah. This should be an easy win for them. 
should be a three point spread too, not a three and a half. So I'm going to ride with the Colts. I thought, I thought about that angle, but I, I, I feel like I just, this time of year, I feel like you can get some magic going. Maybe if, yeah. if this was middle of the year, I would have been all over the Colts. I'm, I'm with you. I'm like, Oh, Colts all day. But, but late in the year, that little Christmas season magic, uh, it makes no sense. This Raiders team makes no sense, but I don't know, man. They they've been feisty. And remember the last time we we tried to fade the Raiders off the big win? They went down mm-hmm. to Miami, and we were like, "Oh, they're going to get drilled by Miami." And they hung in there the entire game and almost won the game outright. So yeah. this Raiders team has been feisty for some reason. Yeah, it, I think like you said it best. I think they're playing for Pierce's job. I think yeah. they like him and they want him to have the job. So. But yeah, I, I got to ride with uh, Shane Steichen and those Colts. Let's go. They have been your boys. They have been your boys. Yeah. It, it seems like the sharp side, as they say. Um, I might yeah. be on the public dog here, which I usually try to avoid, but I can't get enough. Let's go Raiders. I was on you against the Chiefs one more time, and I hate the Colts. They're they're frauds. They're not that good. Yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna fuck up, mint you up, and turn them over. Um, all right, man. Let's get over. Actually, real quick before we get over to the next game. <clears throat> we are brought to you by over at the NFL Gambling Podcast Hall of Fame Bets. Because you can win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, soccer bets with historical data. Enter any parlay into the Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get each and every leg broken down so you know which ones have value over others. Stop betting in the dark and research with Hall of Fame bets over 30,000 users into a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, we're back on the NFL Gambling Podcast. What do you got? We've disagreed two in a row, so I think I need to pour a little bit more drink. I normally don't go. have this in my office. Maybe that's not a good thing, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's always okay to get some some old whiskey in here. So I think we may disagree on this next one. I'm looking forward to seeing what you got here. Um, the L.A. Rams are going to the East Coast. Rams are as hot as anybody in the country right now, um, or in the league. Right? This isn't college football. The the Rams are laying five and a half. I've seen it go up to six. I've seen a four and a half kind of been back and forth. The Giants look good on Monday, I thought. I thought they were feisty. Tyrod Taylor announced back as the starter. DeVito, Tommy DeVito, uh, magic is finally done. Um, This is the classic sandwich spot for me with the LA Rams. They've won four in a row. They're as hot as anybody. Skyrocketing up everybody's NFL power rankings. They got the Niners on deck. Everybody's saying, oh, this got to watch out for this team in the NFC playoffs. They could upset the two, the three seed, the Lions, Eagles, whoever they get matched up with. They got the Niners, like I said. I love the Giants here. I think the Giants might win the game outright. I love Tyrod Taylor. Um, and I think the Giants play for day ball. They don't quit on seasons like like the Redskins with, with Riverboat. Yeah. They, uh, they, they continue to fight. Shit, they almost won that damn game outright in Philly. All over the Giants as a home dog here. I think the Rams might win the game, but I think this they're going to get everything they can handle. Uh, I think this is a three-point game either way, just like when the Packers went to the Meadowlands a couple weeks ago when everybody was uh, crowning their ass. So give me the Giants as a home dog here. Let's go. 
By the way, real quick, shout out to Nick Fortune supporting the Sports Gambling Podcast and the NFL Gambling Podcast. He's using Hall of Fame bets and said two or three NBA parlays cash last night because of it. Bang. So, there you go, people. Go sign up. Um, this number came down. It was six mm-hmm. for the Rams. I don't know if that uh, is just a little tiny movement or this if the reeks. public. <laughs> yeah, the public is uh, back in the Giants that hard. I haven't looked at the numbers, but... They're not. I can tell you they are not on the Giants. Nobody's on the Giants. Um, I'm a big fan of Ty God Taylor. I think he he uh, has ran that offense the best out of any of the quarterbacks that they've had in there, and that includes Danny Dimes before his injury. I just don't know, though. This Rams team, if I'm the Rams, I look at this game and I say, we need to win this one because we might not beat the 49ers. We can't afford to drop two of them. We need to win this one. We need to pour it on. The Giants' defense—they've been all right. Um, okay, their linebacker Okiri, I think I said it right, Okiri, Okiri, mm-hmm. and he's been impressive. Every time I watch him, he's an impressive linebacker. He's feisty. He's tough. Um, that Giants' whole, whole defense has been a little feisty. Tyrod Taylor is a dog. I think he he plays well as a dog. I just. I got to go with the Rams here. My gut is telling me, take the Rams. I don't know why. I just, I've been on the Rams. I, I've been on their surge. And I just think they have more talent I, all around. I think that they're going to be able to take advantage in the passing and the run game. And I, at six, I was kind of thinking the Giants. At five and a half, I'm on the Rams. So <laughs> apparently my brain thinks this is going to be a six-point game. So I'm going to say the Rams win by six. Am I fucked up for like this being like my favorite game on the board? I love the Giants. <laughs> I love the Giants and Jets this week. Doesn't that make you feel play. disgusting though? Yeah, you hate the Giants. Is, <laughs> I know it, but every time I bet the Giants, they come through. I mean, every time against Riverboat, that was that was easy. <laughs> came through for me against the Eagles. Uh, came through. They've been good as a dog. Um, yeah, the Bills in True. that game. Other than the Cowboys, they get they get fucked up by the Cowboys. But other than that, yeah. man, they've been good as a dog this year. So, all right, we're disagreeing again. Um, how about this next game? I'm I'm interested to see what you say about it. Cardinals going to Philly, back to back road spot. Kyler sucks, man. Um, yeah. in these cold conditions, Eagles have looked like doo doo though. I mean, yeah. they they have sucked. Um. I feel like this is a number that that the Eagles should have been laying last year. I can't lay double digits with this Philadelphia Eagles team. I, everybody said last week was a smash spot. Um, coming off three straight losses, I'm I'm gonna take the Cardinals, man. Give me the Eagles to win by seven. Get get all the referee calls down the stretch to get it bail them out once again. I can't I can't lay double digits with this fraud Eagles team. I think they're way overrated. Uh, yeah, I, feel, I feel like a broken record, but I just not happening with me, man. Yeah, and this number's been all over the place, so I would definitely say kind of shop around because I've seen it at 10, I've seen it at 12 and a half. So depending what side you like, shop it around. At 12 and a half, you got to jump on the Cardinals because I think at 10 and a half, you got to jump on them. The, the Eagles aren't winning by more than 10 points. I don't think you can trust them to do so. Their, their defense, it just gets taken advantage of left and right. And I think uh, Murray, Kyler's going to be able to run on them. I think James Conner's going to be able to run the ball on them. Trey McBride's going to take advantage in the middle there because they've not been great covering that seam. Um, so, yeah, I think they stay competitive. Do I think the Cardinals beat them? Probably not. 
but I do think this stays within double digit within that double digit range. So uh, yeah, I, I like the Cardinals to cover here. We agreed. I completely, final. I can, yeah, I completely whiffed on this too. This is Gannon. This is Gannon going back. Remember everybody shit talked oh, him after the Super yeah. Bowl. What's the money line? Plus four fifty five. <laughs> I'm gonna be tempted to take this as my dog. Bring I can see. Little. I could see the Eagles shitting this opportunity away. They think they got the division one. They're 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 feeling themselves still. They they don't. They're they, the Philly fans don't live in reality. This team is not that good. This team is not going anywhere in the playoffs. I think I, the, I think the car. I think the Cardinals could beat them. I, I think Gannon has the playbook on Jalen Hurts. He's a turnover machine left and right. Jalen Prescott is what I like to call him now. <laughs> all you Eagles fans, I know that digs right into you. I think, man, I think the Cardinals are a live dog in a, a fuck you game for uh, Coach Gannon there with Kyler. Now, I do need Kyler not to freaking play like a pussy here. Like, it, it, I know it's outside. I know it's cold. That's I know a lot you want to be inside Kyler. playing Call of Duty. That is the only thing that <laughs> concerns me. Um, but I, the, the Eagles have just been asleep at the wheel. Who, 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 who have they blown out this year? I, I, I think that this kind of like the Chiefs, like everybody's just like assuming they're going to turn it on. Guys, it's week 17. You don't just turn it on in week 17. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think the Cardinals are live here. Let's go cards. I can't be yeah. in the Cardinals again. With, with the Eagles not winning the Super Bowl, some of my favorite tickets that I'm sitting on right now, aside from Ravens winning the Super Bowl, is the combinations of Ravens or Bills against Niners or Cowboys. That's some of my favorite combinations of tickets I'm sitting on because there's no way I think the Eagles make it. How great would it be if the Cardinals did win this game? Oh, I'd love <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, all right, let's 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 do it. Uh, Nick Fortune in the chat. They are a good teaser. Like I do agree, you could tease them up to what sixteen and a half. Um, yeah. yeah, let's go. Come on, Gannon. Said, Gannon's going to get, get the, up for this game. He said the Raiders too. I might just have to steal his uh, tease suggestions here because I like that one too. Not bad. I think Colts um, win, but not by a ton. Yeah, agreed there. This also noting, not that the Giants are a juggernaut, but this is a sandwich spot for the Eagles with Giants on the front end, Giants on the back end to finish the year. So, yeah. I mean, those two teams don't like each other. A little bit of a letdown look ahead. Uh, don't let the Eagles fans tell you they don't circle the Giants game. Those two franchises fucking hate each other. So there is NFC East. It don't matter the record. So give me the Cardinals. Um, <laughs> all right. Here, here's going to be my grossest play of the week. The New, or New Orleans Saints are headed into Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the hottest team in football other than the Rams. I mean, they cracked our top 10. Uh, Baker, comeback player of the year. Talking contract extensions. We're talking <laughs> contract extensions now. Oh boy, this is prime time fade spot to fade the Bucks. Everybody's going to be on the Bucks here. Give me the Saints outright. Uh, and, and look at the NFC South this year with the Falcons, the Bucks, and Saints. The road team has won in every single game. What doesn't make sense always happens in this division. The Bucks win in Atlanta. Uh, the the Bucks win in New Orleans by seventeen. The Falcons win in uh, Tampa Bay earlier in the year. Now New Orleans is going to win. Tampa Bay can still win the division, or they so all they got to do is beat Carolina and they win the division. Give me, uh, I'm all over uh, New Orleans here. They're, Bucks are not going to. Bucks are not just going to walk into a division title. This is the NFC South we're talking about. This has to go down to Week 18. They're not clinching on Sunday. Give me the New Orleans Saints. Derek Carr gets injured. Jameis Winston comes in, saves the day. Back in Tampa Bay. 
Let's go, Saints. Um, I mean, I I agree with everything you're saying, which means I should take the Saints, <laughs> but I can't. I can't do it. I'm gonna it's lay with the, the you. Bucks. I know. I'm gonna go with the Bucks to win by three here. I, I think Baker has his team believing. And yeah, it's a lot of talk and it could be overhyping him, especially with we want him to be the quarterback next year and all this stuff. I I completely see where that could be setting him up for failure in this game. Even if they lose, we talked about this before the show. I think it's a, a 60 some percent chance of still making the playoffs, but I got to ride with them. I think the playoff seating matters to the Bucks. I think they they want to focus on that. And I think Baker, he's still even with all this talk, I think he still has a lot to prove. So I'm I'm going to ride with the Bucks here. I've I've beginning of the year I said that Baker could be better than expected. I didn't expect him to be like this, but I thought he could be better than some of the trash we've seen from him. I'm going to continue to ride with him. Does this line reek more than any game on the board? <laughs> it's, it's that it's that not that it's not one. three. That that yeah. it's not three, and it's just baiting you to take. It's like, oh, all the Bucks got to do is win three, uh, win by three. And I think if you go back and look, everybody, every single time the road team has won, the line has been two and a half. This division <laughs> just reeks Saints all day. <laughs> yeah. Stephen Williams pointing out, got to give credit to Richard White. He's ran the ball very well. I've been impressed with him. I didn't think he could be a true every down back and be the guy for a team. And he's definitely proved me wrong. Yeah. All right. We're on opposite sides. Uh, fuck, fuck the saints, fuck the bucks, fuck the Falcons. It's all about the Panthers, baby. That's our, that's my <laughs> team. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Speaking of this game, this game is going to be juicy here. You got, uh, you got San Francisco who got humiliated Monday night, got all the former Redskins on their team, Trent Williams, Chase Young, all them freaking prima donnas. They, everybody's crowning them earlier in the week. Not so fast. My friends, uh, this team, What's the status on Trent Williams is the first thing I went and saw. Limited in the walkthrough. Why would this why would the Niners play Trent Williams here? Is my question for you. It's a good point. Um, might as well keep him healthy, right? Same. Yeah. I mean, I think Brock Purdy plays, but same with him. He was healthy in that game last week. They said he could return. They didn't put him in because it was over. And what's the point of getting him hurt? This I, is this is a hard one to back the Niners on. I did. This is them. The, the skins and Niners hate each other. They, they've yeah. had historical battles. I, I know their name is now the commanders, but there always will be words of that. The Redskins right there, right there, right <laughs> there. You got, you got RFK. They had classical games. There's a lot of black, bad blood here. Uh, Chase Young didn't leave on the best terms. Trent Williams didn't leave on the best terms. All of a sudden, Ron Rivera is benching Sam Howell for Jacoby Brissett in a meaningless game, playing to win the game like he's in the playoff race. Ron Rivera wants to win this game. Uh, And Kyle Shanahan hates hates the skids. This could be a pressure spot for him. He has not been that good as a double-digit favorite. As much as I think my skins suck, they're going to hang in this game. Hold your nose, take the points. Niners get out of there alive by... Three to seven points. I think I think this is a game where the skins may actually lead for a majority of the game and then just throw up on themselves. Um, and the Niners find a way to get it. So might be a good opportunity to bet San Fran live if they fall behind. Niners are banged up. Short week coming back to the East Coast with, with their with their tail between their legs. Give me the skins, man. Jacoby Brissett, uh, bounce game. Get up, let's go. 
Not to mention playing that Ravens team. It's a it's a physical. Yeah, it is a physical matchup where they wear you down. Nick Fortune wondering what the weather is going to be like in D.C. I don't know if you have that in front of you. But, I do. Uh, it's going to be like 45. It's going to – I think it's going to be um, – I was looking at – it's not going to be that – remember that one uh, year where they played? It was 9 nothing when it was just a monsoon. Uh, I yeah. think that was Shanahan's first year with Jimmy G when they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, 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 it's going to be, it's going to be mid forties. It's going to be a decent day, but you know, that turf, that turf's a piece of shit. So somebody yeah. will get injured. Steven agreeing with you that Washington covers the designers play with their food and take it easy on the way to the playoffs. Um, yeah, I just can't, I, I mean, the Niners are still one of the best teams in the NFL, but they are banged up. Washington, I think is going to be feisty. I think Brian Robinson comes back, which really changes how their offense runs. I mean, Chris Rodriguez and Antonio Gibson, they're not for to me, they're not fill-ins for Anto- or uh, Brian Robinson. So him coming back for the commanders is a big deal. I uh I think this is a an eight-point game. Really weird spread that it ends in an eight-point win by the Niners. So yeah, give me the commanders to cover. It's just such a Ron Rivera like Super Bowl spot where he's he still thinks they're in the playoffs. He still thinks they're in it. He started Jacoby Brissett for no reason. He's playing to win this game. He hates the Niners. He hates Chase Young. He hates Trent Williams. Uh, How many? How many sacks does Chase Young get that are not because the ref trips the quarterback? Zero overrated. Zero. <laughs> you, you know what Chase Young is good at? Nick Bosa will get the sack and then Chase Young will jump on the pile and take credit for the sack. No, 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 no. That was Nick Bosa's sack. <laughs> you just came in for the half sack. Yeah, get Chase Young out of here. I hope they run yeah. every play right at him. They should run at him every play. Yeah. You know how many people told me, why did they go for Montez Sweat and not Chase Young? Like, Montez here. sweats a lot fucking better. Uh, I could have told you that one. Yeah, there's a reason you only got a third round pick. He's the he was the fourth best member on the defensive line behind your yeah. guys Sweat now and uh, Allen and Payne. So yeah. personal Agreed. game for the Skins. They're gonna play their tails off and lose by uh, seven. <laughs> keep that draft position, baby. But hey, keep, fight it and cover us for us. All right, man. Let's go to the next one. Carolina's going to Jacksonville. Jacksonville's lost four in a row, got in completely embarrassed last week in Tampa Bay. My Panthers have, you know, covered three out of the last four. All of a sudden, they're just a freaking juggernaut uh, of a ball club. Uh, even won a game outright, nine to seven in the monsoon. Um, I feel like I got to fade the Panthers here. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, you look at, so you look at kind of the Jaguars. Four in a row, they've lost to the Bengals, Browns, Ravens, and Buccaneers. So four playoff or four playoff caliber teams. And the games that they don't play the playoff teams, they're kind of a bully. They kind of just beat up on the shit teams and then they get humbled by the good teams. I feel like I got to buy Jacksonville at the low here. I kind of think they're going to blow Carolina out. Carolina is going to say, hey, all right, that's enough. Bryce Young coming off a career game too, back-to-back home games. They're terrible on the road too. And and take it for somebody that's had Carolina a lot this year. They are terrible on the road. I kind of think Jacksonville is going to fuck them up. I'm going to take Jacksonville by double digits here 
in a rare favorite for me. Give me uh, give the Jags. Gosh, so much of this for me rides on if Trevor Lawrence plays. Because if it's CJ Beathard, I don't know if I trust him to keep it to keep a seven point lead. Yeah. I mean, I trust him to win the game, but in a close one. Um, looks like Lawrence wasn't spotted during the media access portion of the practice. Doug Peterson said that he was in line to be limited, but uh, we've not seen him on the field yet. He has been fighting through injuries, though. Every time you think he's going to miss a game, he doesn't. So we got to consider that. I mean, I thought a couple of weeks ago, Bethard was in line to definitely get the start. And then all of a sudden, um, Lawrence played with that ankle sprain. I've been hating on the Panthers all year. I'm not going to change it now. Give me the Jaguars. Um, <laughs> I can't help myself. Uh, Bryce Young sucks. I know he looked good last week, but I've been fading him all year. Why change now? CJ Beathard, let's say he is the starter. I'll support my Iowa Hawkeye. Um, never support an Iowa Hawkeye quarterback, but he's the last decent one we've had. So I guess I'll continue to support him. And yeah, I'll, I'll ride with you on the Jaguars. I'm going to make a bold take. Uh, I know. Shocker. I have a bold take. <laughs> if Carolina start, or sorry, if Jacksonville starts Beathard, they're going to cover this game enough with a throw Lawrence out there when he's hurt. He's terrible when he's hurt. He's been terrible Agreed. the last couple of weeks. Get Beathard all the reps rally behind him, run the football, play good defense. Carolina can't move the ball on the road. I think if Beathard starts, this number comes down a little bit, and we we camera Jacksonville. The one-game bump for the backup, bring back Lawrence for the playoffs or or Tennessee the next week. I think Beathard can get the job done for us. This, is, this still is Carolina who's terrible, and they've covered three out of the last four. They're probably due for an egg again. <laughs> yeah, um, I still don't understand why – the Jaguars cut Nathan Rourke. I think he should have been their backup yeah. Canadian football league quarterback. He had a, probably the highlight of the preseason when he snuck out of a sack and did a little sidearm action right in the corner yeah. of the end zone where it needed to be. Uh, you know, if you've heard me before, you know, I'm a supporter of the Canadian football league, love that league, but um, yeah, no, I agree. Even if it is Bethard, he probably does, does keep it uh, in line enough for them. I mean, he's a guy that, He's not going to lose you games. He's not going to win you games. He's not going to lose you games. He's going to be that game manager. They're going to lean on ETN and uh, yeah, cover pro probably just cover. They win by seven. I agree. Seven or eight. Let's go. Let's go Jags. All right. Game of the early window. Um, Miami at Baltimore, Baltimore laying three Baltimore on the short week coming off the, the statement win, but also Miami's coming off a statement win. Finally getting a, Win over a winning record, I think, since Baltimore in week two last year. No, sorry, Buffalo in week three. This is a lock potential. Um, if you remember correctly, last year, J-Mark, week two, you and I both locked up the Ravens minus three against the Dolphins at home. They were leading by 21 in the fucking fourth quarter, and they completely <laughs> choked the game away. They're going to be leading by 21 again, and they're going to choke them out here. Smash spot, Ravens. They got all the motivation in the world. Lamar, play well. You win the MVP. Rest of the team, play your asses off. You got two weeks off before the divisional round. They're going to come out, laser focus. Um, it's going to be colder, mid-40s. Dolphins uh, offense doesn't run on the same thing outside, same pace outside in the cold weather. I'm all over the Ravens in a smash spot here by double digits. Yeah, I know this isn't college football, but in college football, they look at quality wins, right? Yeah. What quality win do the, do the Dolphins have? I know they beat 
the Cowboys, but we talked about the Cowboys are the same team as them. They they beat bad teams. They lose to good teams. Dolphins are the same. Um, yeah, the Ravens are a far better team here. And uh, tomorrow says Ravens blow them out. Not just saying it because they're the, his team. Um, yep. <laughs> so so I understand. But yeah, the, the Ravens, if they were able to do what they did to the 49ers, they're going to fuck the Dolphins up. Because the Dolphins are not the 49ers. I just, I can't see the Ravens being asleep at the wheel either. No. I, like, I know they're coming off the big win, but like they have everything right in front of them. One seed, two weeks off. That's all. Those guys love rest. If you, yeah. all they got to do is win this game and they're off for two weeks. They're going to come out. They're going to be up two touchdowns after one, is my prediction. Start fast. Sometimes in these scenarios, it's almost an advantage to have short rest. You don't have enough mm-hmm. time to uh, overthink the game plan. Lamar's 0-2 against the Dolphins, too. He's from Miami. He's sick and tired of hearing about Tua. They're they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna smash them. They're gonna not smash to mention, them. Not to mention, do you think the Ravens want to uh risk playing a playoff game in Miami or Kansas no. City or maybe even Cleveland? They they want no. those playoff games to all roll through Baltimore. My and and everybody loves Mike McDaniel, Hecklin, Dan Marino. Time to get time for them to get humble a little bit here. A little <laughs> humble pie. They're not winning another game all year. They're gonna get drilled by Baltimore. They're gonna get drilled, but maybe not drilled. It's in Miami. Buffalo will beat them, and then they'll lose in the opening round. Final oh, win for the Miami Dolphins over the fraudulent Cowgirls. That's my bold <laughs> prediction. <laughs> I my, I do kind of <laughs> like Stevens' take here. All this makes sense. So Dolphins win. <laughs> maybe no, not happening. Not happening. They, last week, last week made no sense why why the Dolphins were going to win that game, and they pulled that one out. They're not pulling two out of the hat back to back. So, all yeah. right, man, let's move along Real- into the next one. Is that lock worthy for you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Real um, quick, back to that Jaguars game. If Lawrence doesn't play, backup quarterback is EJ Perry. I don't know if you remember that guy from Brown, but he was yes. a hell of a quarterback. And yes. uh, I could see Bethard struggling and them throw him in and him like just really lighten it up. He was a hell yeah. of a quarterback. I know it's Brown, small school, whatever, but I was a big fan of him when he played in the senior bowl. I was too. I, I kind of yeah. hope they start him. Uh, yeah. I dude, sometimes man, these backups can pop up for one game. I, yeah. I like. I think it's almost better to Case Keenum just did it with te- uh, Houston two weeks ago in Tennessee, and that's yeah. a perfect transition into our next game because it sounds like Shroud's going to be back, um, laying five and a half against Vrabel against the Titans. Titans continue to lose three straight home games by three points. They just played two weeks ago. The Titans were laying three. It sounds like Levis is back. Shroud's back. Is Stroud worth almost 10 points or nine points? I think the line was three and a half at kickoff. I don't think he's worth nine points. I think this line should be three, and I think Stroud's going to struggle, to be honest. I know everybody's automatically saying Stroud's back. They're going to roll. They're still banged up everywhere else. Give me the Titans here to spoil the party, and I think they may win the game outright. I think they're going to get revenge from two weeks ago. They should have won that game. This is the AFC South, too. Nothing makes sense in this fucking division either. So, um, <laughs> Titans still got pride, man. Vrabel's got pride as a dog. You look at the history of this series, too. The road teams won like six straight games in this series. I'm on the Titans here. Vrabel is a dog. If this game was in Tennessee, I'd agree with you, but they've been terrible on the road. And yeah. uh, I think CJ Stroud does have some to prove here. 
He's probably got rookie of the year wrapped up, but he wants to make sure he has it wrapped up. Him and Nico Collins are going to be connecting. Uh, Noah Brown has been good down the stretch. I just, I love this Texans team. You know, I've been on Stroud and the Texans early in the year. I agree this, this line reflects that he will play because it it's continued to move. I mean, just yesterday it was Texans at three and a half, I think as favorites. Now they're five and a half indicating he is going to play. And I just think he is of a different breed. I think the Texans really got this right. This is their franchise quarterback. I'm looking forward to watching him play for a decade and give me the Texans to cover this. I think they win this game. I think the Titans suck on the road. I know Vrabel's got a lot of pride, but I just, this team, it's weird how bad they are on the road compared to at home. They're a completely different team. They have been really, they've been bad at home lately though. That's what's weird about them. Like they've been, they were so good at home and then they stopped winning home games. And that's why they're out of the playoff race. Um, (laughs) Two and five against the spread on the road. Yeah, they've one been bad. Six straight up. They're covering this one. It's Vrabel. This is one <laughs> last one last win for old Mike Vrabel, baby. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go lock dog tease. We got a lot to choose from. Like I said, that was a loaded slate. We basically previewed yeah. the whole fucking week 16. Um, lock. You want to lead it off? We'll switch it up a little bit? Yeah, I'll we'll switch it up. Um, I think we, we just got off that game. The, and, and one other thing. These these showcase games, the home team has been the way to go too. They've they've covered yeah. time and time again. Whether it was Buffalo and Dallas a couple weeks ago, um, Philly and Dallas, uh, San Francisco and Dallas, uh, Buffalo and Miami earlier in the year, the home team has just completely annihilated the road team. That's going to happen again here. Baltimore and Detroit earlier in the year. That's going to happen again. Baltimore smash spot to secure the number one seed, take that culture all day in a, in a game they got to have to uh, lock up the one seed, get two weeks off Lamar MVP second time in what five years against his uh, hometown team, which he hasn't beat yet. This is, this is a spot Ravens all day. Lock it up. Minus three. I would double lock this, but I want to give our listeners a a second pick here. So I won't, but I, I completely support that. Agree with it. And this is a guy that I said Lamar is going to be injured half the year. I said he can't play a full season healthy. He proved me wrong. So, man, I so badly want to lock up the Bears, but I'm not going to do it. Don't jinx it. <laughs> I know. I don't want to jinx it. Instead, I am going to lock up the Bucks. I know you think oh, they're going to lose outright, no. <laughs> but give me the Baker magic to continue as they cruise into the playoffs. Oh, no, you didn't just do it. (laughs) For my dog, I'll go right to the same game. Give me the New Orleans Saints when it doesn't make sense in the NFC South is what happens. Uh, Saints win the game outright. The defense pops up. They own Tampa and Tampa. Uh, It's just a play, man. The road team always wins in this this funky, fucked-up division. Selling Baker at the high point as a favorite. I think he's like 12 and 25 is a favorite all over the Saints here to win the game outright with that defense. I looked and apparently I'm very chalky. I was only on two dogs to cover and it's the commanders and the Cardinals. Oh no. What could go wrong? (laughs) Disgusting. Um, Out of those two, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. The Eagles are frauds. And I liked how you laid out the the Gannon uh, revenge there. 
Um, I think I know Kyler usually sucks when it's cold, but I think this is more of a James Conner game and they get enough done to win the game just barely. Um, I don't like it. I, I don't know if I definitely bet it, but uh, out of the two dogs I took, I trust them more than the commanders. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> no offense taken. Uh, I tease. Let's tease. Let's tease the Raiders up to nine and a half. I like that. Let's tease the Falcons up to nine. That's going to be a ball game, even though J. Mark's saying they're going to smash their ass. Uh, 33 to 16. You're going to be upset. <laughs> Tease, tease the Giants up to 11 and a half. I almost went Lions, but sometimes they can lay an egg. But I do think they're going to cover. So I'll tease, what, Giants up to 11 and a half, Raiders up to nine and a half, and the Falcons up to nine, because all they do is win or lose close games. I guess I just realized I was also on the Lions and Patriots. I'm going to change Beautiful. my lock to the Lions. They're my, you mean your my dog? dog. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to change my dog to the Lions. I feel more comfortable doing that than the goddamn Cardinals. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that lets me take my Cardinals, since I don't like to double dip. I'm going to take those Cardinals up to 16 and a half. The Eagles aren't going to beat anybody by that much. Uh, I'm going to tease the Rams down to, let's see, that'd be half a point dog. So it's basically a pick on Rams to win the game. And then let me tease... I'm going to tease your lock Ravens to plus three. They're not losing that game. I'm crossing that digit of zero that you're not supposed to cross over, but fuck it. I do it all the time and it pays off. (laughs) There we go. All right, let's go money line around Robin. We got a lot of options here. I think we got to take your lines. I like that one. They're not really your lines. You hate the lines, but um... speaking of another team, I hate, what do you think about the Packers? I think that's a safe one. Um, all right. So, but they're not a dog. They're minus one hundred five. Oh, okay. Yep, you're right. Uh, I do think, you like? I, go ahead. Do we, throw, do we throw the Steelers in there again? That's what I was just about to ask if you liked them. Yeah, I mean, who, the, the Seahawks suck. The Steelers suck. Flip a coin. Who knows who's going to win that game? Let's throw them in. Tomlin like is a dog. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll throw the Falcon. Just kidding. Uh. <laughs> Um, I mean, we agreed on Patriots, Cardinals, Commanders. Do we throw the Cardinals in there as our juicy one? Sure, why not? Plus 425. Nobody's going to have that one. So we got the Lions. Where we go? We got the Lions. Steelers and Cardinals. Plus 195. We got the Steelers plus 150. And the Cardinals plus 425. 37 to 1. Ooh. I think that's our juiciest one one yet. Yeah. Well, we did have the 33 to 1 and we three. And then fucking (laughs) the Saints. The Saints. That's why you don't pick the Saints still because you're still (laughs) better from that day. (laughs) You're damn right I am. And you're backing them. What are you doing to us? (laughs) I know when to take them. This is the spot. This is the (laughs) NFC South. Dude, take the opposite of what makes sense. (laughs) Fair enough. All right, man. So there you go. 37 to one. Um, we agree. We agree on a little bit. It's good diversity for everybody. We basically previewed yeah. the whole slate. Um, we even gave out a little Thursday night and kind of tease Sunday night. The only game I think we didn't talk about was Chiefs. Do the Chiefs bounce back this week? 
I say we got Chiefs, Bengals, and Chargers, Denver, the only ones we didn't talk about. I'm all over Who Denver. The hell? <laughs> I'm a believer in Jared Stidham. Um, I, I think he's going to look better than Russ Wilson. He looked decent last year with the Raiders. I was shocked they didn't keep him. It made zero sense. And then he looked good in the preseason. I know it's preseason. Um, Kansas City, Cincinnati's a tough one. Are, is Kansas City completely cooked? You know, I think they can. I think they can cover a seven. That's not okay. like Philly with ten. I, I kind of think they are. I kind of think it's now or never for Kansas City. Yeah. Like they actually, they need to play. Like they need to win yeah. the division still, um, right. or they're going to miss the playoffs potentially. So, um, yeah, I'll take Kansas City in that one. All right, I, you swayed <sighs> me. I the, I think the Browning magic has kind of wore off. Yeah, they. Yeah, and they. The Chiefs hate the Bengals. They should run it up on them. This should be the one spot where they get up. So, all right, man. In the whole slate. Yeah, why not? Throw the last four in there. Uh, that'll do it for another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast. Kickoff here in four hours in Cleveland. I hope you Browns fans get it done so that you can clinch your spot. Always cheering for the Browns. I am Moneyline Mac. He is J Mark Football. Go check out the old fashioned football. Anything else before we get out of here, man? Got start sits in one hour and 48 minutes. Come join us, ask your start sit questions, or just hang out and have some whiskey. Yeah, can't beat that. Cheers, everybody. Happy holiday season. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, if we hadn't told you already, you filthy animals out there. Uh, go check out the college experience here in a couple hours as well. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you Monday, regular schedule to recap week 17. And we don't have any look ahead lines, but we'll, we'll talk some playoff scenarios uh cheers everybody happy new year and let it ride